Kaketso Sejane on Cape Talk, your number one news and talk station. Hiking with Tim, talking amongst other issues, the the, the fires on the mountain. Uh, Tim, you, you were talking about um, conversations that we had with the guys from uh, VWS. Mm. Uh, what else are they sharing with you? Um, yeah, so one of the th- questions that I asked Peter was I said to him, you know, I've always thought a lot of these fires are starting start by arsonists. And he actually said to me, there's no real proof that they are started. It's very difficult to try and prove mm-hmm. how these fires are starting. Mm-hmm. Um, and they reckon that it's not as big a number as everyone thinks it is. Um, the biggest contributor is human beings and just being silly, just mm-hmm. not paying attention and doing things simply like don't smoke cigarettes on the mountain. Mm-hmm. Um and again, there's this whole debate about cigarettes do cause fires, they don't cause fires. But, yeah, rather just don't smoke on the mountain. I mean, let's not see if it will start a fire. Let's yeah. just not smoke on the mountain. <laughs> when Omar says, in our recent trip to the Cedarburg, we unfortunately could not do uh, Wolfberg cracks and arch as the trails were closed yes. until nature has rejuvenated the area after the last fire there. Not exactly sure when the fire occurred. It occurred, I think it was December or January, because I was there in February, and the place looked like a wasteland. I'd been there the year before doing a trail, and it looked stunning. Mm. And then it just, it, it reminded me of pictures of the moon. Mm. There was just, it was gray and dusty and no vegetation. The other thing, it's not just the vegetation that disappears. Your bees disappear, your butterflies, because there's nothing for them. Um, and, and then your birds disappear because there's no insects for the birds. So it's quite an airy feeling. I went up to the base of the cracks just to go and see what it, what it's like. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's very airy. Mm-hmm. Um, I obviously stayed on the road. I didn't, I didn't go off the road um, for the simple reason that pathways had um, wooden um, steps that had burnt away. Yeah. We make reference to VWS and Trish is saying, um, you know, please let people know what VWS and so it's a volunteer wildfire services. And you can find out a bit more about them. Go to their Twitter handle at VWS fires, um, at VWS fires. That is the volunteer wildfire services. The, and and uh, volunteers, of course, there's volunteers when it comes to rescues, there's mm. volunteers when it comes to fires. Do you guys work together? Is there a time where you'll get the team from VWS being part of a, a, a mm, rescue? Not really, but one of the things that we do say to VWS is that should they need our assistance, if a, if a firefighter does um, you know, uh, injure himself on the mountain, that we are on standby. So mm-hmm. whenever there are fires, um, often we, we put ourselves on standby for that kind of situation. So we haven't actually gone and gone out and, and, and got any of them because they do, they train for that kind of thing as well. Mm-hmm. So they do look after themselves. They do have medical training. Um, I must say their training is quite intense. Yeah. And it has to be because come summertime, they fight a lot of fires. There is a need to, to bring them onto the show and we can mm, find absolutely. it a bit more. I mean, just having gone through their, their Twitter handle again at VWS Fires. Uh, there's a couple of uh, photos there of of the the guys and and ladies um training 
Um, I'm seeing them on, on Signal Hill. I've seen some of those photos and what they're doing there. So, yeah. like you well, mentioned, intensive training. Well, last night, um, they actually sent me a, the, a Twitter yesterday saying that um, people shouldn't panic because they're going to be training on the lowest slopes of Table Mountain. Hmm. Um, and when I spoke to Peter today, he said, yeah, no, we saw you guys up at the top <laughs> while we yeah. were down at the bottom training. There's a There's a... The sense that I get, Tim, is that there is this sense of camaraderie amongst all of you, yeah. whether, whether it is what you guys do on the rescue side and the, the volunteers, that there are all these people that dedicate their time Absolutely. To, yeah. to, to assisting where they can. The, the, the work that a lot of these people do, the time that they give up, I mean, by nine o'clock on... Just trying to think what day it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's Thursday tonight, Tim. We Tuesday, understand. Tuesday. Yeah. Um, on Tuesday, when I went through um, for the Bainsclough um, call, you know, the, at the end of the evening, when when all the teams had now been pulled off the mountain because it was too dark, um, it had become too dangerous. Mm. Um, just looking at the management team, the guys that that sit around the desks and they they take in all the data and they they plan where teams must go. Those guys had been there since 7 o'clock in the morning, and they were absolutely exhausted. So they hadn't even gone out into the mountain, but mm. mentally I think they were all just exhausted. It, it, is, it can be very, very taxing, but it's, um, it can also be very rewarding to, to volunteer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, the guys do get on very well with each other, um, and it's, it is a very rewarding thing if, if that's what you like to do. Yeah. There's... there's um there are places where when hiking overnight or during the course of the day where one is able to, to camp out and, and I'm assuming that in some places where you're not allowed to have a fire because yeah. there are many contributing factors to fires. Um, yeah. And while there's still investigations around the causes of some of these fires, there are certain to-dos or not to-dos. To yeah. No, absolutely. Um, so when you, if you have to start a fire or you're allowed to start a fire, um, open flames. Just try and not keep open flames going. And if, if you do have open flame or you've made a fireplace, clear the area around it. Don't have any dry grass that's within a couple of meters of where the fire is because all you need is just one spark to land in that grass mm. and you have a mountain on fire. Yeah. And also, you are on the mountain. You are camping. Exactly. It is nighttime in that case uh, where it is. You start a fire. If you're not careful, you yourself are in immediate danger. Absolutely, yeah. And, I mean, again, when you, if you do start a fire that, you know, if it's for trying to survive or, or just around a campfire and um, you're trying to keep warm, don't do it if there's a big strong wind. I mean, Neisner is a classic example. Mm-hmm. You know, those fires just completely raged out of control because of that wind. And it made it incredibly difficult for all the firefighters. I was speaking to somebody, um, one of the emergency services guys, and he said to me, I mean, I didn't, the number blew my mind. There was over 900 people trying to fight that fire. Yeah. Um, and they were taking it in turns of 450 at a time. Mm-hmm. And at one point, um, they were actually just told just evacuate. Yeah. Get people out because you can't fight a fire that's in a 50 foot tree and it's burning the top of the tree. Yeah. You, you've got to just actually, and I think that's one of the reasons why so many houses burnt down because the fire was just completely out of control mm-hmm. and so difficult to try and contain that it, 
it became more of a, a rescue mission just get people out you know some of us would watch something on television and then we get inspired mm. you know we watch bear grills <laughs> <laughs> can you see the, the, the <laughs> five o'clock shadow okay i'm trying to look like bear grills for you <laughs> we, we're watching bear grills and we're thinking hmm, what if i can go up the mountain spend the night find an animal <laughs> no seriously you know people do I've, I've got some people in my life who've Get crazy ideas mm. like that, where I'm going to go up the mountain and I'm going to have a Bear Grylls moment. Besides the warnings around the fire, the sh I'm assuming that there are certain rules around uh, animals that you need to leave alone on, on these mountains. Just in case somebody's got a bright idea yeah, of yeah. going to catch something, start a fire and sleep overnight on a... Um, you know, hammock yeah. made out of something. <laughs> yeah, made out of vine. Um yeah, no, look, there are a lot of animals out there as well, and I think that's that's for another show that we will talk about animals because mm -hmm. they are they're one of the questions I always get asked is about snakes. Um, and we can do a whole show on snakes, and we will do a whole show on snakes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the, and, you know, one of the things to, um, with VWS that often I've spoken to guys, that the volunteers that are out there, and they'll say they'll be fighting a fire, and the next thing a puff at it like, goes over their feet. Because when those fires oh, are burning, man, come on! When those fires are burning, what are the animals doing? What are the what are the snakes and the lizards? They're trying to get away from the fire, while the firefighters yeah, trying yeah. to go towards the fire. The snakes are trying to get out of the fire. No, actually, you know what? Speaking of that, there's a there's a there's a there's a show on um, whatever channel it is, Discovery or whatever, of a guy. He's mainly based in Durban with his girlfriend, and they catch snakes. Mm. The episode over the weekend, he was in Cape Town, and it seems that the it was shot soon after the fire so there were certain people who um had called a couple of calls to him um to deal with snakes that have gotten into people's yards because mm. of the fire so i get what you're saying yeah. though. and and puff adder's that he was so excited catching a puff adder <laughs> for the first time or a cape cobra actually it was that he was catching for um the first time but yeah you know lindy sent me a message now saying when we discuss snakes you must bring them with i don't think that's necessary there's no need for <laughs> us to make life in the studio uncomfortable <laughs> on that note we will continue with tim landy it's nine minutes to ten on k talk your number one news and talk station Five minutes to ten. We're wrapping up at hiking with Tim Lundy. We're having a whole discussion <laughs> about snakes. Ah, guys, I have a huge challenge when it comes to snakes, but we will get to our discussion about about animals. Um, Tim, what are what are some of the the we we need to at some point start discussing another um, hike? Yes. Oh yes. yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This is me now saying. Hey, it. Can you imagine? Can <laughs> you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> they say Biki Biki Macmir. <laughs> Excellent. I Last point from planning. you. <laughs> Plan one, my brother. No, actually, no. We know we did agree on, on we're going to um, tranquility cracks. There you go. Yeah. Tranquility cracks. That's the one that has got the dams. That we're going to check out the dams as well. No, is that's that a it, yeah. One? We can that's we can go one. and look at the dams if you want. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> the last one was four hours. It didn't feel like four hours, so just keep it keep it there. Keep it there. <laughs> keep it local. <laughs> we can do four hours. You just have to pick the pace up a little. <laughs> oh, don't be unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> last points from you, brother. Um, yeah. So one of the things that people always want to know is how can they volunteer. So with 
VWS. Um, their training is quite intense. Mm-hmm. Um, that that much I will say. I mean, I have seen them do their training. It's almost sort of army style, but they have to be. They have to be on their toes. Those guys spend days and days out in the mountains, and they have to be able to hike those mountains mm-hmm. in very, very tough conditions. So they, their recruiting is closed at the moment um, for the year, but they February, March is when they reopen um, their recruiting. Mm-hmm. And you can basically get them on Twitter, which is at VWS Fires, or you can get their website, which is vws.org.za. Um, and then if you need to, if you ever see a fire or you you want to report something that, that looks like it could get out of control, mm. um, from a landline you can phone 112, which um, each, there, there are nine districts um, within the Western Cape, um, which have all got their own numbers, but the best number is just 112 from a landline. And if it's from a cell phone, then it's 10177. Nine. But um, Twitter handle again is VWS Fires um, to go and find out a bit more. Uh, there's a just quickly a warning a call that came in. A tree that swallowed on the road leaves Big Parkway just before the robots. Which direction, where, which part of Lee's Big Parkway specifically? Because it's quite a lengthy road. So uh, maybe we'll just get a bit more information there. So, But if, if at all you're traveling along Lee's Big Parkway, be mindful of a tree that has fallen somewhere in that area close to uh, the set of robots. It could be the one at Durban Road or even further up or on the other side under the N2 bridge. But just be, no, there are no trees there. There are no trees there. Be mindful either way on Lee's Big Parkway. Mm. Tim, you are tired you'll get some rest but you are available for group walks and everything uh, follow him at hiking cape town website cape town and then facebook is cape town hiking with tim lundy which is um in the last two months got fantastic coverage thanks to you guys really yes no, it's great how come i've never been on that facebook what is it called cape town hiking with tim lundy hey no no i have been on this it just popped up cape town hiking with Tim Lundy, ah, look at that <laughs> increase in members. And there you are, um, a photo that we took at, um, or that, yeah, that looks like. Um, that That is um, Hell's Gate. Hell's Gate. Which you've been to. Which I don't know why they still call it Hell's Gate, because it is so beautiful. Why call it Hell's Gate? I don't understand. But anyway, Cape Town Hiking with Tim Lundy on uh, Facebook, Twitter at Cape Town Hiking. And you can also find out more information about how to get a hold of him, capetownhiking.co.za. Tim Lundy, we meet once again next week on Thursday. Look forward to it. Thank you very much. Uh, you can also uh, find the book, uh, Tim Lundy's Family Walks in Cape Town, 30 Easy Routes in the City and Surrounds. We need to work on the second book, or you need to work on the second book. So when I, when can... I get some time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when I sleep. can get some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Tim. Um, Thanks, he's back next week, Thursday.